You are down with Yo Dave. What up? Drop the beat. We like it old school. You know how we do this. What you listening to? The brothers from the 818. 818. My name is Dave, two times, two times, and check out my fly gear, man. Got the bucket hat, the gazelles, the bling. I don't know if you can see this, but the diamond crusted D for Dave, two times, two times. I'm not here by myself, kicking it with my man, Caleb. What's going on with you? Oh, man, you are on an island by yourself, brother. I love the gear. <laughs> you are David throwback, man. I love it, though. It's good. Love it, man. Love it. I think I told you I was in uh, Vegas this past weekend, went to a uh, 90s party, and this was my gear. Uh, me and my girl went, and she uh, she she put it up an Instagram post and said, we understood the assignment. I was like, that's what's up. That's what's up. You know, I got almost 10 years on her, so she know the lingo to put it right. I'd, be, I'd say just, hey, look what I'm wearing, right? But... Um, yeah, man, it was a 90s party. It was off the hooks. I said, let me go on and represent, because you see I had to represent the hat. I got the BFT818 out there. And so folks was like, what's that? Is that from the 90s? I was like, well, I was in the 90s, and that's me now. So yeah, it was from the 90s. It was from the 90s. What's good with you, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm good, man. Let me just tell you. Um, let me talk your language, man. That is dope. That is so fresh. That's 90 lingo for y'all out there. There it is. Um, let me do my check-in, man. Um, first of all, I'm supposed to be coming up with a nickname. You know, I struggle with that. I really okay. don't have a nickname outside of my my time in the military. All of my time in the military, I, the people call me Sarge. People call me Captain. People, obviously, when I promoted, they called me Sir. Um, but I really don't have a nickname. Um, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it alone, man. Nothing really sticks with me. Okay. Uh, but I, I I love David two times, and that's why we've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks. My um, check in: the wife is out of town. The wife is gone. She is serving this nation, doing her thing, um, and that also means that I am on full time, nonstop work duty and daddy duty. It has been a challenge. <laughs> Thank you, man. Give it to me. There it is. There it is. <laughs> um, it has been a bigger challenge than I than I anticipated, uh, just because this is a, a hell week at work. I, I got everything going on at work, and so I'm up at six o'clock in the morning, getting the children out to school, working my full day, picking them up, and I'm with them until they they lay down at night. So um, it's a blessing as well. When I think about when I think about other parents doing this, they, some some single parents, they do it all on their own without any support. Right. And when I think about like yourself, by the way, um, and then I have a greater appreciation for parents that do it with other challenges. Like I have a roof over my head. I have food in my refrigerator. And uh, there are people that are, are concerned how they're going to pay their bills with children in their care. So um, big ups to everyone that's doing that, including my man, David, two times. Um, and um, let me ask you, what have you been up to besides the Vegas trip? Let me, why don't you check in? Man, um, let me let me acknowledge you real quick. I, I was going to say welcome to the club, but, um, you know, I'm always just impressed is even the wrong word. You're going to do what you need to do as a pops. And I appreciate right. that. Um, yeah. I, I've been doing it for a minute, but my kids are a little older. Right. So they're teenagers now. 
um, and it's a little easier, right? They weren't always teenagers, and so it's always that try to figure it out, what's going to happen next, who's going to watch them, they need to eat. Um, even the moments where I'm like, I could go ahead and chill and keep flow, keep flowing, you know, they still got to do their thing. So um, it's just the way it is, man. And it's it's out of love, not obligation, right? I mean, you really don't have a choice, but you still do it out of love. And so keep doing your thing, man. And these times are times you just get to grow closer and closer to your kids. So, right. so that's what's up. But uh, big ups to your wife too, man. I know she's still uh, putting in that grind with uh, Uncle Sam and his duties and handling her business. So, and that has to be hard on any woman to just get up and bounce, really by really any person. But, you know, for a mom to leave her children and be like, all right, I'll be, I'll see you in two weeks. You know, there's, it has to be a certain something that you and I will never know what that's like. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even us leaving our kids for two weeks is not from the view of a mom. So it's still different. Right, yeah. Not better, not worse, but different. Um, yeah. This is July, man, and I'll just leave it like that. And so, you know, people don't ask me no more, what's up with you over the summer? You know, you in the school system, so you ain't doing nothing. They know I'm busy over the summer. Um, but now folks are starting to come back. You know, all the stuff we needed to get done is getting done. Um, it's just a crazy time. But honestly, I'm looking forward to some vacation. I'm looking forward to New Orleans, right? Yes. And, you know, one for the hangout and just a celebration and kick it with the bros. But other, just to get away, man, just to be like, okay, I'm gone. I don't even have to, um, I got no duties that are the same here, right? When I'm in New Orleans, I'm not, I mean, I'm always daddy, but my kids will be here, right? And so, um, so that's what's up, man. Just knocking it out, just task after task and, and no complaints on it, just uh, making it happen. So life's good, man. Like I said, the, the life I live, people would die to have. So I'm not gonna complain yeah. even about the hard days. Right, it's right. all a blessing, man. When I go to my refrigerator, my kids go around there to the refrigerator, they can't see the back of it, right? <laughs> and that's a blessing, right? I mean, they choose right. not to eat leftovers. That's a blessing. Um, and, and you know, there's always something in the house. So God's been good to us, and um, I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know if you mentioned New Orleans. I don't know if we're going to talk very much of it this week or, or we could talk about it next week or even a week after. Um, but New Orleans is coming up. Uh, if people that follow the, the podcast, they know that um, there's a plan to celebrate in New Orleans, my 50th. But it's also this Delta variant. And we've talked a lot about COVID and what that looks like and fears and whether or not people should be vaccinated. I'll just say this, man, um, this this new variant seems to be hitting people that are not vaccinated uh, much harder than people that were. And if and if you were on the fence, um, it might be time for you to to um, reconsider uh, getting vaccinated. Yeah, no doubt. Preaching to the choir, man. You know, I made that decision a while ago, made that decision for my children as well. Um, and um it's just, you know, it, it's it's just better. I think we, especially as black people, you know, we remember, well, you and I probably don't remember, but we've heard the stories of Tuskegee yeah. and different experiments that happened where, you know, they were basically poisoning us to see what happens and trying to kill us off. Um, and it's hard to see that this isn't that for the skeptical, skeptical. but it's not, right? And And just like, you know, a flu shot won't stop you from getting the flu, it'll just stop you from being laid up. You know, a COVID shot won't necessarily, won't necessarily stop you from catching COVID, but it gives you a better defense than if you didn't have it, yeah. right? And once I realized that and started looking at it like that, and even any shot is better than no shot, that stopped the Pfizer versus Moderna versus Johnson & Johnson. It was like, look, let's see what's available and get it done. And, you know, I think Johnson Johnson went through their, uh, their uh, blood clot and, you know, something right. was happening, you know, um, hey, figure out what you need to do and just get it done. And speaking specifically to my people, don't let the history affect your affect your future. Right. right. Speaking to everybody, it's the same deal. It's better to have some some uh, some shot than no shot because this Delta variant is killing folks. Man, I, I keep hearing, you know, uh, 20 people got hit with the Delta variant, 16 died, the four that lived were vaccinated, right? So they got right. hit with it, 
but they made it through. And so that's what we got to be able to do. And and that's what's up. That's my PSA. Hey, man, that's a that's a, um, that's a public service announcement from the brothers from the 818. Um, go ahead. If you're on the fence, reconsider it. Talk to your medical provider. Talk to someone that's taking the shot. This is a global pandemic. This is not something that is just trumped up in, um, in, the, in, a, in the United States. This is something that's happening uh, globally. And um, I feel better. I feel better. I, I think if I, if if I hadn't taken my uh, my vaccine, if I wasn't vaccinated, I wouldn't be traveling or even consider traveling. No. So uh, there you go, man. Um, what else is going on, man? What are we talking about? Man, tonight, you know, I got my 90s gear on, man. I went to this 90s party. And, you know, I knew what I was going in there to do. My girl, um, I'm going to put up a picture. She was fly, man. I'm telling you, I was just like looking at her like, damn, I wish I would met you in the 90s, right? I mean, we would have just been out there doing our thing. Um, but in the 90s, she would have been like two. So maybe not, right? <laughs> no, she's not that young. But she would have been young in the 90s, uh, what, almost 10 years younger than me. So the point is, um, we got there and I started seeing a whole lot of people's representation um, the 90s, and I was just yeah, someone was just throwing on anything. But like, my nephew was there, and he was dressed like O Dog from uh, <laughs> Mr. Society. And I was like, man, didn't even consider that, right? And I thought about how I dressed in the 90s, how you dressed in the 90s, and I had a job, so a lot of times it was slacks and some shoes and a button down, right? And so um, so I looked back at that. So I said, you know, let's tonight, let's talk about a little bit of back in the day, some 90s, some music, you know, what kind of things was you into, <clears throat> 89 to herself, what kind of things was you into um, and, and activities, what kind of stuff did we get into? I mean, the stuff I remember, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that and vice versa because we was in it together. And then, you know, that was 20 years ago, 30 years ago. So as we move forward, you know, you're about to celebrate the big 5-0 in, in New Orleans. Let's just keep it real. What can't you do anymore? You know, like what kind of stuff was like normal flow back then and today, even if you can do it, you're like, man, this ain't what it was. So let's talk about yeah. that. You down? Let's do it, man. Um, the 90s was a great time. The 90s was a wonderful time for right. music, for entertainment, for hitting the clubs. Um, it wasn't it wasn't all the bottle service. It wasn't expensive to get in there. The 90s, uh, when I when I think about the 90s, I just put a smile on my face. But there's certainly some things that I can't do anymore. Cool. Um, yeah. One of them is uh, I can't hang out. I can't stay up to two, three, four o'clock, five o'clock uh, in the morning. That is done. I'm not okay. doing that anymore. You know, um, now, I am. I could stay out to, up to midnight. Okay. I, could, I could hang out and, and, and be in the car at one o'clock to 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 uh, arrive at one thirty, two o'clock. But I, I need to be asleep, man. I can't do it anymore. Can't do it. How about you? or won't do it because you know the next day is that bad because you also got some wisdom now so which one is it um no nah, i mean i'll probably do it in new orleans <laughs> 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 um but um I, I just have not only do i have wisdom i have different responsibilities and um, with the little ones in the house, I, I can't, I, they wake up at six o'clock, seven o'clock, no matter what weekends, uh, weekdays, they're up, they're shaking, they're shaking me and waking me up. So the responsibilities and the, the, the job and, um, all of it, um, I can't do it anymore for a lot of reasons. So let's, let's, let's focus there for a minute. I really want to get back to some of the things that we used to do, but yeah, there's. There's some things I can't do as well, um, but there's some things that I just don't recover from as fast, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, do go out and like playing football, right? Go play football right. for the day and I'd be a little sore the next day I'm ready to go. If I was to get myself out there and play a football game, even for like 20 minutes, running up and down, trying to catch the ball, tackle somebody, I'd be laid up for a couple of days, man. 
I need some Bengay, Icy Hot, some Motrin, Vicodin, whatever it takes to muscle relax. <laughs> my back would go out. You know, I just, I don't, I don't have that drive. Speaking of drive, I love driving, man. I spend a lot of money on cars because of my love for the drive. But, you know, a four hour, five hour, six hour drive from Vegas, I'm exhausted, man. I'm just like, I need a nap. And, and, and the next day, if I don't get that nap, I'm really feeling it. Like, I might be done with the long distance roll. I might have, I might be at that point where it's plane tickets or bust. Yeah, uh, we used to we used to hop in the car where you want to go, and it didn't matter how far it was, it didn't matter how long it would take. We would be able to drive nonstop and just do it. And for you to say, you know, four or five hours, I'm tired. I'm tired of being on the road, especially that that 15. That 15 will tire anybody out. Yes, and will. so I'm feeling that. Um, and you mentioned cars. Cars. Uh, the '90s is when we, you and I, fell in love with cars. I mean, yeah. our first cars were buckets, right? And then we had a, we we had an option. Not not that not what we have now, but we had an option of what we're gonna what our next car we're gonna be. We had a starter car, and then we had our next car. Right. Um, and um, the '90s was when we kind of fell in love with vehicles. Last week. I was rushing to get to get somewhere and I was kind of pushing the, the, the pushing the, the, the speed a little bit faster than right. um, what's posted, but I was uncomfortable driving. I felt myself uncomfortable driving a, a much faster speed than I'm than than I would normally do. Okay. And that's something else that I can't do anymore. Um, back in the day, back in the day, I, I would be you and I would be a little. I won't call it reckless, but we would be a little carefree with uh, with with the with the odometer, right? And I, I just can't do it anymore. Let me let me just say this: back in mm -hmm. the day, I could push my car to the extreme limits to make it do 110. And it'd be shaking and you could see it just wasn't comfortable and it didn't have a whole lot of safety provisions and it just wasn't the wisest thing to do. Today, 110, I ain't saying I do 110 on the regular, right. but today 110 right. is easy to do and it's effortless, right? Because the car is just that much more capable. So I can still, I'm still comfortable driving fast. What I'm not comfortable doing is driving what I consider to be reckless. Right. Let me explain. Right. Yeah. There was a time in the 90s <laughs> I went to go visit my home, my cousin, my little cousin. Uh, we're going to call him MM, double M, M squared. We're going to call him that. Um, you know who it is. Uh, grew up in Pacoima with us. And I was kicking him at his house. He was, I was like, I just stopped by to say, what's up, man? How you living? And he was like, oh, I'm just chilling for the weekend. I ain't got nothing going on. I was like, well, I'm on my way to Vegas. You want to roll, right? Again, that's how we did back in the day, right? And he was like, yeah, bet. So I called my boy T, live in Vegas. You know who that is. He, no, he, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Let me switch that up. We were going to Oakland. So I was like, I'm going to Oakland. You want to roll? He was like, yeah. So I called my boy T. He live in Vegas. I was like, yo, man, we about to head to, to Oakland. You want to roll? He was like, bet. And he said, well, I'm a little farther than you and so forth. I was like, well, cool. Hit me up when you get to this spot. That's going to put us about where I should be leaving and blah, blah, blah. So we did that. So he hit the 15, no, the five, and called me. It was like, yo, man, the fog out here is, is crazy. It, you, like you can't see in front of the bumper. And I was like, all right, bet. We'll pull over, you know, just drive slow in the, in the slow lane. Put your hazard lights on. You know, and this is beginning of cell phones, right? So drive out there. I see him. I hit him up. Yo, T, is that you? Yes, me. All right, get on my bumper. Do what I do, right? And my philosophy was, if they, if the police can't, if I can't see the police, they can't see me. So I put it at like a buck ten, and every time I saw red lights in front of me, I just got over, and then got back over, and got back over. And I look at that then, I was like, that's just how you roll, because I'm no punk, right? 15 years later, I'm rolling up 
with my wife in the car, we're in the minivan, kids in the back, it's fog like that, and I'm doing like 40 miles an hour, scared. I'm like, I've lost my nerve, man. It's just, yeah. and th that would be reckless. Like, I couldn't imagine driving me. more than 40 miles an hour, if that, in a zone where I know I can't see. Back in the day, psh, that means I can't be seen, so I'm good. Some, yeah, that was that was it for me. I, I lost my nerve. Yeah. And I think it's all attached to responsibility. And I want and you and I talk about it all the time, time yeah. being accountable, yeah. not just for me, but for everyone around me and everyone that's dependent on me, everyone yeah. that uh, I, I got on my back. Yeah. Uh, something else that you mentioned in that story that um, hopefully everyone caught is the impromptu the spontaneous um let's let's what you doing you want to go for the weekend i can't do that anymore by the way i, I it's, it's it's that's not an option for me no i i can't not only can i not do it for the weekend but you're gonna have to give me two three weeks notice right let me plan that out i'm gonna have to talk to some people i'm gonna have to make some arrangements i'm gonna have to check my timeshare see what i can where i can stay <laughs> It's a whole lot of movement involved in them pieces, but you're right. When I see my see Christopher, I'm gonna pop him upside his head for making me responsible, right? Because prior to him, man, it was, it was just on. It was just about me. I could do what I wanted to do, and he was born in '96, so right. you know he he brought me up, and and Iman, she's what '93, '93, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that so that brings us up. Um, but just just quick list, man. Stuff I can't do anymore. Like I said, a whole lot of physical exertion, you know, nah, I'm good with all that. Um, generally moving slower, and some of it is by choice because I just ain't in a rush no more, right? But mm -hmm. some of it, I was at lunch with some cats the other day and there was a couple 20-somethings there. I was like, you know, it ain't like I'm in pain, but them first 15 steps of the day when I get out of bed, they are not so smooth, right? Letting, stretching out the legs, <laughs> getting the creaks out, you know. Um, random soreness, like waking up, like, why is my shoulder hurting? Right? And having a stretch. <laughs> That's one. And you're more, you're in a whole lot better shape than I am. And you spent a lot of time in the military. <laughs> and so you probably don't see a lot of this. Um, you mentioned staying up all night. Um, we got to talking about back in the day of just like getting in scuffles, right? And so uh -oh. probably that was more of the 80s for me. I didn't get in a lot of scuffles in the 90s. But I couldn't even imagine getting in a scuffle now, not because I would lose, but how long is it going to take me to heal from this, right? It's just not, not, not a good idea. Um, I have a lot more patience today, but less tolerance. Wow. Let that wow. sink in for a minute. Yeah. A lot more patience, uh, but less tolerance. Tell me what you think about that. I don't no, even want to explain I, it. Tell me what you think about that. I, uh, I, I could relate to a lot of what you said, although I would agree with you. The military has helped me stay uh, young and fit, but um, um, I'm still having a lot of those same issues that you talked about. In regards to patience and tolerance, I don't have the time. My time is valuable to me, more valuable than I used to think of time. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not someone that's saying um, now I'm 80. I'm in I'm in the the winter of my my life. I don't think of my life in that way. I still think of myself as very young, but I don't have time for man. We don't cuss on the show. The BS, right? And I I'm I'm grown, and yeah. I think we were talking about that uh, a couple of weeks ago with when I was talking about an incident that happened with my brothers. Um, I'm grown and. As a grown man, I get to choose what I do with my time. And if I'm in a situation that I'm just just not right, I'm bouncing. I don't need to stay there anymore. I got my own. I got my own car. I arrived on my own. I got my own money, and I'm grown. And um, my time is valuable. And um, I don't know if. If the younger me in the '90s would have seen it that way, what did you, what did you mean by the patience and the tolerance? You know, I have much more patience. Again, I'm just not in a rush, 
right? And I'm more likely to listen to how can I help you? How can I support? Let me hear the whole story because now I'm not listening to get to a solution. I'm listening to understand. But mm-hmm. I have less tolerance because I don't want my time wasted. Yeah. So I'm just not going to tolerate as much as I used to to get to the point, right? I mean, if you need help, you need help. But if you just wasted my time, I'm going to figure that out. And I'll be like, all right, we, we got to do our thing. And like you said, I, I'm in, I have the luxury of picking and choosing where I choose to spend my time, right? And so it could be I'm going to get away from foolishness. Right. Right. It also could be, why am I driving all night? I can pull over, get a hotel. (laughs) I don't even have to check my bank account. It ain't got to be some cheap Motel 6 if I don't want it to be. Let's figure this out. That's something else I can't do. That's right. something I can't I can't do. I'm not staying in a motel, a Super 8, a travel no. lot. No, not even a little bit. I was, so we're in Vegas. You know, we pull up to, and, and usually when I go to Vegas, I drop my kids off at my sister's because they get they got cousins and everything else. And me and my girl, we go to the hotel. But I was like, you know, they, they've been missing the Vegas experience. Let me get a one bedroom, two bedroom and, and pop them up in there. And I did, and they walk in and their eyes get big. They're like, man. This is like home. I'm like, get comfortable, right? And we had a kitchen, so we went down to the Walgreens. I was like, just go shopping, man. Give it y'all need because you're going, you might get hungry in the middle of the night. And and it's just, it's a different type of, of environment. And, and, and trust me, I'm saying this to you and I'm saying this to all y'all. This ain't Caleb and I bragging because, oh yeah, we can afford this, we can afford that. That ain't it. It's really just, we've just matured and it ain't about you know, proving something or, you know, whatever. And and the bottom line is we just chopping it up because this is just what we do. And, you know, we remember the days when the Motel 6 was an option. Matter of fact, forget all that. I remember the days pulling over at the rest stop, stop, pulling down the back seats, putting my feet in the trunk, grabbing the pillow and just laying across (laughs) the back of the back seats because I needed to get some rest, right? And so I I just don't want to do that anymore, man. I I don't have it in me to be that cat (laughs) you said it man it is it is about you know i say grown but that's a that's a real big net i say grown it's also about being secure it's also about being mature mature as well um so it's that's just security where i don't need to i don't need to i don't need to worry about it what 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 is not going to get paid if i decide to spend an extra twenty dollars and move that and move that move from the motel to the hotel right right i don't need to worry about that no more um so it says a lot i remember cats used to call david smith up all the time and say hey man i got this new stereo man could you put it in and you'd be like yeah bet i'm there right i got i got these speakers man could you help me out well yeah i'm there i'm sure today you'd be like no nah, man the best buy is right down the street or your your local car uh, audio dealer is right down the street because of that time right right and you value it differently than you did years ago plus man my hands don't bend like that no more and <laughs> what i'm gonna look like my size crawling up under somebody's dashboard man and, and that, now you say that but i do a lot of work on my own car because i happen to love it but i'm not putting that work in for somebody else. I'm just not. And people have been like, yo, man, I'll even pay you. Cool, pay somebody else because I don't need the money, <laughs> right? It's really about you need to, and I, I get you just want me to hook you up. I, I get that, but I'm, I'm a little past that. I am. And it's not because I'm better than that or anything else. It has nothing to do with that. And it's not because I don't want to help you. It's just my time, man. My time right. is, is, is much more valuable than that. And, and and here's one of the things I always say, and I think I've said it before. You might call me on a Sunday and be like, what you doing? Nothing. Oh, well, let's go do this, that, and the other. I'm busy. You just said you was doing nothing. Yep. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm busy, busy doing nothing. doing nothing. <laughs> and I'm cool with that. Right? right. So value the time. Um, that, re- that reminds thing, me of Oh, go ahead. I'll go, oh, I was going to say that in uh, regards to that, my, my brother Yusuf. He used to do a lot of repairs, more like home repairs, like yeah. fix someone's uh, fix someone's AC, uh, fix someone's ice maker and stuff. 
And I called him up because my, my ice maker is fine. I called him up because my one of my neighbors was having an issue with their ice maker. He says, I'm strictly family now. I'm not doing any 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 pro bono for people that are not DNA. And I get so that's that. Uh, that. that time piece. That it is. It is. And and I feel you on that. I am I'm truly family now. You part of family. But um, you know, if you ain't got DNA or a whole lot of years of love. Try somebody else. And and I know some youngsters that's about getting their feet wet in this business. So I'm like, hey, why don't you go talk to such and such? They ain't going to do as good a job as you. True. But they got to learn, right? <laughs> and and that's just, that's just where that goes. The other thing I realized that I am, and I realized a long time ago, but I don't know if I've ever said it to you or anybody else, but I'm the old guy at work, man. So I've been doing the same thing for the last 30 years career-wise, right? And when I was 25, had my suits, two cell phones, a whole lot of keys, walking around like I'm HNIC, you know, click, clack, click, clack. And I, I thought I was just a business. And somebody 40 was like, you know, you youngster, da 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 Like, man, you don't know what you're talking about. You 40, you old, you don't know da 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 I'm that 50 year old now, man, that's looking at these 20 somethings. Like, let me give you some wisdom, youngsters. <laughs> and, and I don't know how much I even mind it as much as I try not to be it, right? This cat I work with, he's like, man, there ain't no better drink than Hennessy. I'm like, because you can't afford nothing better than Hennessy, man. I mean, come on now. Let's just get a little older, you know, and, and let's talk about it, right? And so, um, so yeah, man, that's just kind of a, a history of things I could do that I couldn't. I'm glad my girl is a little younger because she forces me to, no, no, she doesn't force me. She makes me force myself to engage in some activities that I might've put away five years ago, six years ago, yeah. seven years ago. Yeah. And so I'm glad for that because we can get out there and have some fun. But for the most part, mm -mm. You don't want to be that, that you don't want to be that guy um, um, with the pocket protector. <laughs> you don't want to be that, that guy with the pocket protector. Um, that old guy is like, oh man, uh, here comes Harold again with the pocket protector. Right, you don't want to right. be you like that. And like I express, I still think of myself as, as a young, youthful, spirited person, yeah. but I know that there is definitely some generational gaps for me, even with technology. And I know that you are, are really tech savvy, but there's some things that I'm missing with technology that I have been intentional in saying, well, I need to, I need to learn this because if I don't learn this, then in five years, there's going to be a whole bunch that I miss. Right. I, I realized that I realized that, um, you know, I have, I've had Instagram for a couple of years probably two or three years, but I still don't know how to make my Instagram page look like someone else's Instagram page. Like their daughter's you know, Instagram know, page, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And so I know how to, I know how to go on Instagram. I know how to forward something, but I've, I've never, I've never created anything that's original. And, and so speaking of getting older, I'm forcing myself or I will force myself to make sure that I st stay current with technology right. and because it's important because I know if I don't, it's going to pass me up and then I'll be that guy with the pocket protector and the flip phone and um, lost with how, how do I log on to, how do I log on to this network? Right. Well, let me just say this and hopefully it gives you a little sense of feeling better. Um, there are laws and rules and regulations that you know as a function of your job that the average person doesn't know, right? And right. you know yeah. them well. You don't got to think about it. It's just the way it is, right? As do I. But my job happens to be in technology, and it always has been. So when people are like, how do you just know all this? Be like, Because it's like breathing. This is what I do, right? Day in and day out. Now. I happen to be the person who manages the people who do, who put in the majority of the work, but I get the respect I do because I know how to put in the work and they know that. And then I also get to be the person who calms the other people down who see it as a big task and I bring it down to something manageable. So, 
you know, where people are like, man, I wish I could do what you do for technology, I, I come back and say, well, what do you do? Because I guarantee I probably can't do what you do as well as you do. My do just happens to be in technology. So, so that's where that's where that is. Um, but let's 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 shift a little bit because we talked about coming from the '90s, and both of us are born in the '70s, right? That makes us '80s babies, right? We came of age during the '80s. We start cutting up probably mid '80s, exploring everything that you could explore as young boys growing up in the hood. Um, '90s, we became mobile, and when I say mobile. I mean, we were actually moving under our own steam. Now you're not checking in with mom and dad about where you can go. Now the travel hits. We both got married. You know, responsibility kicks in. The 2000s continue. I think you were deployed for a a few of those uh, realms. Um, So you're really experiencing a life that I still don't know about, right? Um, 2010s is just continuing. 2020s is we are where we are, right? So that's kind of where we've been. But... What I remember, so uh, some cat walked in my office today, the dude that does our music. He walked in and he said, what's that? And I was like, what you mean, what's that? He said, that thing over your shoulder. And I turned around and I was like, what are you talking about? Because it's, it was, I, I honestly didn't notice. And he says, is that a record player? And I was like, yeah. And I happened to be listening to some Teddy P today on vinyl. Oh. Right, wow. so I was sharing with him the vinyl, and I showed him, you know, I, and I call it one of my prized possessions. It's the day I met Eze, right? Mm-hmm. Because I still got mean? the, huh? Where, where, where were you when you met him? Compton. I was in Compton. It was '87, uh, I think. Um, I was hanging out with somebody, or went over somebody's house, or whatever, and I saw a crowd. And walked towards the crowd, and it was Easy E selling uh, what's the name out of his trunk, and that was it was right after you and I went to see uh, NWA at the Palladium, Palladium, and Salt and Pepper was there. Yeah, right. And so right after that, ran into Easy, and not like I ran into him like ooh, that's Easy. I ran into him because he was selling copies of Brothers Boys in the Hood. Right. The truck. And I still right. got that, right? And so that's like my prized possession, right, as far as vinyl goes. And so I was sharing that with him and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, music, man. And, um, you know, we already did our hip-hop episode. And, you know, I got my B-boy look on right now. But uh, what, what songs stand out to you from the 90s? I got one for you. You're going to be like, oh, man, I'm going to take you back. But but what songs stand out to you from the 90s? Man, um, when you were talking about the the vinyl, I was thinking, man, you should introduce. You really blow his mind if you showed him an eight track. Uh, for if 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 he was if he was that shocked about the vinyl, that yeah. would be a trip. Uh, you mentioned Easy E, and um, I wanted to before before I answer your question, I wanted to say that I met Easy. I met Easy on um, while I was at school at CSUN, okay. and. Um, I wasn't really starstruck, never been starstruck, but you and I, we met, we met Run DMC from, I mean, Run from Run DMC um, in the late eighties after, after we graduated. That was, oh, it was, that was, that was our the second trip yeah. um, in the nineties. And so we met, we met Run from Run DMC um, and in, in 2000, I met Sade, which I was starstruck when I met when I saw Sade, um, and I was like, "That that forehead!" I was seeing her from across the room. I was like, "That forehead, that has to be Sade." I you just were, the, you were in Rome or something, right? I was in. I was at the Colosseum in Rome. Yeah, and I was just. I need to get a little closer and see if those freckles. If she has freckles on her face with that forehead, that's Sade. Okay, and um, and um, um, so. You mentioned being starstruck. I've never really been starstruck, but uh, I didn't know the story about Easy. So um, that's really cool, man. I'm glad that you shared that with me and our audience. Um, regarding music, oh, there's so much music, uh, so much music. I mean, from from Ice Cube leaving NWA to Outkast just kind of coming on the scene and blowing my mind, talking about. Early ni- 90s was a wonderful time for music. 
Right. I mean, uh, Scoop Dog came on the scene um, in the '90s. You're talking about um, Jodeci and D'Angelo, and you're talking about um, Boys to Men. There's so much music in in the '90s. I, I'm just, I'll just name off groups. We could do this all night, just naming right. off groups. You said you want to name off some songs, so go ahead. Um, Goody Mob. Wow. Just, yeah. And and. Wow. and Anybody who watching this, don't challenge me. This is not about being challenged, but if, if hear what I'm saying. When when Goody Mob came up, that was at the point where the lyrics weren't talking about clubbing or women or whatever. They were striking a consciousness, right? And on that PE tip, right? Wow. I was listening to Nation of Millions earlier today. And it's it's on that PE tip of just a social and even different from PE, it was just a social consciousness putting words together where you had to check the metaphor to understand what they were talking about. And for you youngsters out there, CeeLo Green, all right? I mean, that's that's where he came out of before he decided to be an R&B artist. He was hip hop in a group. He was rap in a group right. called Goody Mob. And so, you know, I, I thought about Green. that. And the other one, <laughs> I remember being on Glen Oaks. I think was it a Tower Records right there? Oh yeah, Across from the McDonald's. Was that a Tower Records? No, the Tower Records is on Van Nuys. The Glen Oaks. The, there was a. It wasn't. What is? It wasn't. It was a Tower. Anyway, think about it. We went there because All Eyes on Me dropped. Mm-hmm. It was me, you, I think his name was Sean. He worked at the VA with you. Yeah. He was the one that dropped dime on Ramona. That was her name. Remember that? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, and we bought Gangster Lean. Remember that? This song's dedicated to my yeah. homies. Yeah. Remember that? And yeah, I was yeah. just like, man. And so think about it. So this is pre-CD, dude. No, 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 no. I'm lying. It wasn't. CDs was out then. I think we were still buying tapes, and sometimes you bought CDs. But I remember right, yeah. peeling that tape off, man, and couldn't wait to get to the car just to turn it on and bump whatever it was. And I remember bumping Gangster Lean, man. I remember that. And Bone Thugs when they first came out. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You mentioned you mentioned Sean. Sean, I gave him a nickname of uh, um, his his middle name was Roscoe. Roscoe, but I yeah. called him Skull. Skull, but, mm-hmm. but his first name was Sean. Um, that is crazy. Um, now that you mentioned now that you mentioned the 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 whether or not we were in pulling. Um, cassettes or, or CDs when that was first coming out. That also brings me to Walkmans. You know, people that's listening in, especially our younger audience, they're like, man, these guys are really excited about the 90s. I wasn't even born yet, right? Right. And but the 90s was an amazing time, man. Amazing time. And um, some of the music, like you mentioned Goody Mob. I wasn't even thinking about Goody Mob. I was thinking about Outkast, who I associate with Goody Mob. Right. But there was a ton of other artists that came out around that same time. Um, and, you know, here I am, a young adult. And, you know, I, I was always, always a hip hop head. But, you know, when I had the, when I had the ladies with me, when I was when I was chasing the skirts, then I had to have some skirt, skirt, had, to have some, <laughs> I had to have some D'Angelo and some genuine and right, you know right. and, and some Tony 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 some Jodeci you know um, oh man um, the music in the nineties and we still had Prince we still had Michael Jackson we still we still had all of we had a collection of all of it we right. I, I feel like I feel like that was. When I'm thinking about the '90s, man, I go back and I could just celebrate it and and play that music still today as if it came out fresh, and new today. People can't even imagine. They can't even imagine me today, you today, about to about to go into a, a completely different direction where we're at today because yeah. we were doing music yeah. and um, um, I signed I signed a, a contract. 
I signed a, a record contract. A lot of people don't know that about me. Right. Um, it, it never, it never, it never came to fruition, but I signed a contract. The music just kind of changed on me while I was working on the music and I, and I went in a different direction, but um, music means a lot to me, especially some of those artists that you just dropped. I mean, some of my, some of my, my idols is, is, uh, is Ice Cube and Scarface and Jay-Z and Outkast that, and, 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 and Snoop, that stuff really changed, changed or, I, I identified it didn't change it, but I identified with them in a way that I was um, I, I could I could recite all their songs and I could put myself in in their shoes because I felt or not. Nah, I didn't feel I was I was actually making music at that time. Right. So um, um, we could go on and on, man. But hey, you, 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 you kind of sparked me right there. Appreciate it. Um, movie. We we bought out of here. You you got a movie that stands out for you in the nineties? It's just like this is this is the one. A hundred of them. I mean, the nineties <laughs> was an incredible time. You're talking about Fridays, Dead Presidents. You're talking about Menace to Society. Um, one of my my favorite movies of all time is Goodwill Hunting. Um, there was Misery. There was there's a ton of movies. Fight Club was 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 in the 90s as well goodfellas juice um american beauty uh, uh, another one of my my favorite movies and now you're talking about um i'm gonna hit you with this one they just released space jam 2. space jam was in the 90s yes it was yes, 95. you brought so up misery I, I, though dude how you gonna bring up misery man i mean that changed, I, that changed my that, that changed my life for, for cinema yeah <laughs> I, I remember I've seen Misery probably four times, not much. But the only movie I turn my head on more than Misery is Lion King, right? Because I saw that one time she 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 hit him in the ankles, and I was like, I don't ever need to see that again for the rest of my life. And after Mufasa died, I was like, I don't ever need to see that scene for the rest of my life. So when my kids were growing up, they were like, Dad, let's watch Lion King. Okay, cool. And when that part came up, I would just go in the kitchen and do something else and then come back afterwards because I can't watch Mufasa die more than once. But Misery, man, I'm going to have nightmares, dude. She she hit him in the ankles with a sledgehammer. Kathy Lee Bates was no joke, dude. Or Kathy Bates, whatever her name is, she was no joke. That was cold-blooded, man. Um, And... (laughs) It's different because I mentioned I mentioned um, Boys in the Hood and Goodfellas. People were shooting people with guns, right? What she did was that was kind of personal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was personal, and that scene always sticks with me. And um, full full circle. And, and what we can't do is I, I, I'm not a big fan of, of of horror flicks anymore. No, and I don't. Yeah, I, I don't watch gore and horror anymore. And by the way. The name of that record store was the warehouse across the street from the McDonald's on Glen Oaks. The warehouse that was it. had them throughout the city, right? The warehouse. Now you got to talk about Circuit City, right? Circuit City, Circuit oh, City, gone. Damn good goody. guys, gone. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is, and, and and that's that's how we gonna close this out, man. You know, we just been kicking it. This was this is a lot of fun, man. Just going back, reminiscing. Um, you know, we've said it many times. I can't imagine, I can't think of too many good memories of growing up that don't include you because we was always together. I can't think of too many bad ones that don't include you because we was always together. But the 90s was just one of them times, man. We was just hanging out, doing our thing, having a good time. And, and it was about the moment, right? And, and this is what I want to say to you 20-somethings out there. You know, live it up. And and learn from your elders in your life because, you know, they made some mistakes you don't have to make. But live it up. Explore. Figure some stuff out. Make some mistakes, right? Because, you know, uh, we always, we were never one and done. We were never like, oh, life doesn't matter and blah, blah, blah. But we lived it. And here we are, you know, late 40s, 50s, blah, blah, blah. And, and we've come full circle. Again, no regrets. Looking yeah. back at you know, did our thing and had a good time doing it. Live it up to the fullest and um, with responsibility, be accountable for your actions, but you got to live, you got to enjoy your time. 
Um, you only you only live once and tomorrow is not promised. I I'm glad that we had a chance to kind of share that with our audience because um, um, a lot of a lot of people um, don't really um, embrace the blessings that they have with today. People are planning for I got to I got to retire. If you're if you're around my age, people are planning for I got to move by by I got to buy a house. I got to buy a car. And yeah, you got to plan for all those things. But also don't forget to live while you're doing it. It's really important. Um, so that that would be that would be my my closing. What's your closing? My closing is you've been kicking it with the brothers from the 818. <laughs> <laughs> we just been talking about the 90s and chilling and kicking it. Um, we're going to have some more exciting content for y'all. Um, shout out to uh, a day and Pius from last week, man. I'm getting a lot of positive feedback about that. Um, I meant to mention that earlier, but just shout out. Let, to me, mention, let me mention something. Ni uh, Nigerian just won the, 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 the NBA, uh, um, NBA, NBA MVP, right? Was it, um, was it NBA MVP? Yeah, okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah the Greek, the, the Greek freak, he from Nigeria. I know he was raised in, in in Greece, but from Nigeria, he is now an NBA champion. So speaking of Nigeria, I just finished a book called uh, "Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man." Check mm. it out. Good book. Um, he was talking about different things, but one of the things he brought up, he's first generation uh, American from Nigeria. His parents are first are, came over here from Nigeria. And he was talking about being African-American versus black. And he says, I go by black because Africa is an entire continent. He's like, and you won't, he's like, if anything, I'm Nigerian American. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah. interesting point. But whenever I hear Nigeria now, it's like, big up, big up. You know, I'm, I just. Right. I'm celebrating <laughs> it, too. <laughs> my, my, my country, my, my country just my won the NBA. has an NBA superstar. Exactly. <laughs> Truth is, it's probably a lot of our countries. Three out of four uh, exports out of Africa came out of Nigeria. So um, so big up for that. Wanted to just send a shout out to Pius and, and Ade uh, for, for blessing us with that opportunity. Check out last week's episode if you haven't yet. Um, you can check that out on YouTube, just like this one, like you're watching right now. We're on Facebook. We're on uh, streaming media everywhere, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Audible, and on the brothers from the 818com That's our website. You can catch everything from there. Um, we just like kicking it with y'all. We like uh, opening the door and letting you into a little conversation on how we do it from the 818. I'm going to be in the 818 this weekend at a food pop-up with our favorite chef, Roxy. Um, might see me and Caleb out there doing some uh, doing some podcasting, letting people know what's up, where we're from. Um, we're going to New Orleans in a couple weeks. Uh, we will not do a broadcast from New Orleans, but you will hear from us while we're there, touching base, seeing what's going on, um, because we take the 818 with us wherever we go. We take you with us wherever we go. And we're glad you keep coming back. Y'all keep coming back. We'll keep showing up. And that's how we do. Um, and that's about all I got for the people. We out? We're out. Peace. Peace. You are down with the brothers from the